Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It's been a good week as always, but life is good. Sure, it has its moments that aren't so good. Attended a funeral for my friend that was part of my Friday group that I told you about last week, and it was a good celebration of his life and his accomplishments, but still, for many, it was a sad thing because of his passing. But that brings me to the point I want to talk about this week, is what do we hope for? With all this COVID stuff going on and everybody wondering what's going to happen next and this surge here and this variant here and that variant there and don't vaccinate, vaccinate, mask, don't mask, we're all going to die, we're all going to have, it just seems to be a big atmosphere of fear and people not knowing what direction to go or what to think and that got me to thinking about some figures I've seen lately about people's outlook on the future, whether it's with COVID or the economy or world peace or teenagers and how crazy they are. All those teenagers have been crazy ever since there's been teenagers. It just seems like that we're getting more and more depressed and sad. And I wonder why that is. And I really think it's because we've lost hope. Used to, when things were bad, we would believe things like, there'll be a better day. It can't last forever. I'm not so sure that people in this generation and living in this time believe that, because we have the 24-hour news cycle that I talked about last week that bombards us with all this stuff. This many deaths from COVID, this disaster in this part, this earthquake, this seas rising, temperatures rising, glaciers melting. If we don't do something in 20 years, we'll be dead. We have to do something. We're killing ourselves and nothing's going to stop it. And I think that's the reason we have a lot more cases of severe depression and a lot of kids that are committing suicide and others taking their life because what's the use? We're doomed. As my granny used to say, we're going to hell in a handbasket and it's on full speed ahead and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Or at least there doesn't seem to be anything we can do. Now, I know there will be those people, well, if we just clean up the environment. Well, that's a joke in one way. Yes, we need to take care of the earth and yes, we need to clean up the environment and not pollute it. But when you make an agreement in Paris and you say, oh, this is good, it's climate change causing it, and we're going to take all this stuff and you have to cut these emissions and do all of this, and then you let two world leaders who are emerging economies, and one's not really bad right now, the other is still struggling, the Chinese and the Indian economy, and you say, well, they've been behind and you other guys have been taking advantage, so they can let out all these greenhouse gases. Or look at it, we're going to have electric cars. That's really great. Where's the electricity come from? Coal, natural gas. Where are you getting the resources from? To make the batteries. And what do you do with those batteries when you get rid of them? You know, we as human beings deceive ourselves. And we look at all these things and think we have solutions. And sometimes the solutions aren't any better than what we have. And there again lies the part that we don't have any hope. Because we don't seem to be getting any better. But what I want to talk to you about is a hope for a future. Because I believe that hope comes from what you see. And I wonder what you're looking at and what do you see? Do you see the current pandemic, endemic, I've heard it called both, as something that is going to be here forever and will never overcome it? 
and we're just going to be disease-ridden for the rest of our lives? Or do you see it as something that happens in the cycle of humanity? I mean, there was the bubonic plague, there was the Antonine epidemic, there was the influenza pandemic in 1918, there have been measles outbreaks, and we got vaccines, and we cured it up. There's been all kinds of things. There's been times when we've had more hurricanes than others. But what was your outlook? How do you look at this? And what do you see? And I really think that that depends on whether you're a spiritual person or not. Now, as I've told you, I'm a Christian, and I have an outlook on the world that has to do with that Christian view. But there are other spiritualities out there, too, and the research shows that those people that are spiritual do better in life in the midst of crisis or illness. So maybe there's something to this, and I still argue that we're a spiritual people, even if we say there's no God. All you have to do is go to any big bookstore and look through a section on religion, and you'll find all kinds of stuff on spirituality there because people are looking for it. They want to think there's something beyond here. Or at the very least, even if there's nothing beyond here, there is an end to this existence, and we no longer have to go through the pain and suffering of this life. In any way, it's there. So, as I was thinking about this this week, I thought about my friend Dennis, and I thought about some other people, a young lady that volunteers at the jail where I work now, and she passed away for no reason at 55 years old other than being diagnosed with COVID, but not very sick, not ill at all, certainly not anticipating that she would pass away. And if you look at that stuff, that can take you to a dark place. It can remind you that you're going to die. Uh, my grandmother was in the funeral business, and she got out, and I asked her one day, why did you get out, Grandma? And a remark, kind of startled me. She said, well, all my friends were passing through. In other words, my grandmother was being reminded of her mortality, and she didn't like that. And I suppose all of us don't like that. But what do you see? What is your hope? Do you see past what's right in front of you? Do you see an opportunity for something better? Do you see being able to overcome or being overcome? I'm reminded of the story in the Bible of Elisha and his servant who a king was getting after him and he went outside and he looked and all these soldiers from the army had him surrounded and there's no way to escape. And he goes back in and says, the gig's up, boss. Now that's not what it really says in the Bible, but I'm kind of modernizing it. The gig's up. And the prophet says, Lord, open his eyes. Let him go back outside again. So he sends him back outside and he tells him, look, and then he sees a whole nother army behind that army. You know, what do you see in life? I see pain. I see joy. I see suffering. I see success. I see failure. But I see beyond that because of my faith to an ultimate hope. I once had a man in jail who told me I hated him. And I asked him, why did I hate him? And he said, well, because you're a Christian and I'm a Muslim. And I said, no, I don't hate you. I have a theological difference with you. You think the world's going to end one way and that Allah is going to carry out his ultimate desire in a manner. And I believe the world's going to end another way, and Christ is going to. But in between time, we're all alike. I want the same things as you do. I don't want to have to be in jail. I don't want my family to suffer. But I also want to know that there is an end to it, and there is something better waiting past what I'm facing today. And that's what my faith gives me is something better 
past this. My faith tells me there's a place where there'll be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more death, but that I have to journey through this place where all those things are part of it. And I guess really what I'm trying to say to you is what do you see? Do you see the hope of a future beyond this life? That really can help you go further in life, no matter which faith basis you're taking it from. Do you see hope beyond this pandemic or endemic? Do you see hope beyond your current circumstances? Do you realize you didn't get there overnight and you had part to do with how you got there by the choices you made? So I want you to think this week, what am I hoping for? And when you say you're hoping for something, you're thinking about something in the future. And that's good. And that's what I want you to do. And I want you to see a future. And I want you to quit listening to all this news about the doom and the gloom and because that's all you're going to get. And that's all you're going to get from either side, conservative or liberal, Republican or Democrat. That's all you're going to get is how bad the other guys are and how they're going to screw your life up if they're in charge. One of them is going to kill you one way or the other. So quit listening to that. Take a break. Back off from social media. Back off from the news. Read a classic. Read your Bible or your spiritual book. Do some meditating or praying. Get out and do some exercise. Have a game night with your family. But just look at life how it is, and I think you'll find that it's pretty good because not all those things are happening to you. I'll leave you this last thought that gives me hope, not only my faith. Now, I know COVID is real. I know it has killed people. I know vaccines can help, but I believe in letting people have choices. So, don't take anything from this. That's This is not an argument about having choices or not, or whether it's right to be vaccinated or not. What I want to point out is they've been talking about all these gatherings like the Sturgis back bike rally in South Dakota and some other gatherings around the country and states. And, oh, my goodness, we're going to have all these deaths and all these cases with these super spreader events. Well, I live in Oklahoma, and unless they're trying not to panic us or they're just not wanting to say anything. We've had football season open, and there's been a one or two of our football stadiums, along with a few others across the country that have been full of people, thousands more than what was at Sturgis, unmasked, breathing all over each other, coughing, spitting, putting all kinds of stuff in the air. And there has not been this massive wave come out. So that gives me hope that the future can be brighter. Because they gave dire predictions back just a little bit of the summer that if we do these concerts, we do these things, it's the end. The sky's going to fall. The hospitals are going to collapse. Now, I know our hospitals are being stressed. I know we're short medical workers. That's not an argument I'm making. What I'm trying to get you to see is, though, look beyond just those negative stories and look at what's really going on around you. And I think you'll see that'll give you a little bit of hope for a good future because it's not really that bad right now. What are you missing in life? What do you not have in life? That's what you got to think of. And because of that, there's hope. The Jewish people in the Old Testament used to put rocks up. When something would happen really good, God would provide for them. And when they had passed that rock, they would remember that. And that would give them more faith to go on. That's what I'm asking you to do today, to have a little more faith in something. I choose to have that faith in God and of a better place and a better time, but that this time's not so bad itself. I hope you'll do that this week. I hope you will see that hope comes from what you see. Do you see that it's not really that bad around you? 
Do you see that there's a possibility of better? Whether through your faith in God, faith in a vaccine, people, have some faith. I hope it'll be in Jesus. But if not, I hope it gives you hope for a better future. See you next time on Chappy Chats.